Talk, where your Twitter titas talk about life, love, and all the kame in between. I am your tita Abby, Abby underscore, underscore Valte on Twitter, na talagang walang araw na dumaan na hindi ako nabubulol sa buhay ko. So good afternoon, good morning, good evening sa ating mga listeners. And I am Mrs. Unlawyer on Twitter. Call me Tita A, call me Moms, but most importantly, call me Procra Queen. Kasi nanalo kami yung mga Procra the last time, pati sa Rappler, so pelap yung mga Nokra. Get over I, it, ang tagal niyan ha. That's oh, how many episodes ago. <laughs> but still, we are the champions. So yun lang ang aking kieme for today. Pasok, Nokrang talunan na Ethel. Oh my God, palagi na lang ganito, nakakairita. Um, sige, yan, iti-channel ko muna yung zen ko. This is Madam Hiddles, yung tita Ethel nyo, yung tita nyong um, galit na galit sa mga wala sa lugar na apostrophe S, sa mga plural nouns. Tigil-tigilan nyo na yung mga hobby nyong ganyan. Also, yung mga prokra na yan, can you just get over yourselves? Gosh. No. O, oh, sino nasusunod? Oh, hi. <laughs> Init ang ulo mo, grabe. Ang intense nyo eh. Hi, ako si Marga. Marga versus Machine on Twitter. Ako yung nagpo-post ng kung ano-ano tungkol sa mga pusa ko. Oh, by the way, we have a guest. We have a very special guest. I'd like to introduce him. Um, he's... Pretty much known on Twitter for giving the rundown on the daily COVID stats and make, making sense out of them. Uh, I'd like to introduce Edson Guido of ABS-CBN. Hi, Edson! Yay! Yay! Hi, hi everyone. Uh, thanks for having me. Hi, Edson. Thank you. Pinaunlakan mo ang mga tita mo because we want to know more about you and what you do. And I'm sure that our listeners and our followers also want to know more about you. Sige ha. So, Edson, ready ka na ba? I can fire off our first question for you. Just say when. Game ka na game. ba? Game, game. Oh, ayan. Game na daw siya. So, Edson, uh, you know, uh, we all follow you on Twitter and I think, part ng pag-scroll namin sa Twitter on a daily basis is waiting for you to give the daily rundown of um, the COVID-19 stats. So, can you tell us more about what it is that you do? Kasi I'm sure it's not only, you know, looking at the COVID stats that you do. Can you tell us more about what you do um, for for ABS? Uh, so, basically, I had the data analytics team of ABS-CBN News. So, I launched the team when I joined in 2017 and Basically, my primary role is to make sense of the numbers and then I translate them into stories and provide insights for our audience. So, um, yun mga nakita nating stories na may numbers. Um, kunwari, sa TV Patrol, nilalabas natin ibang angle and then sa ANC. Kasi we have different platforms. Eh. So, Patrol, ANC, um, DCMM, and then our online platform. So, um, all the numbers that pwede nating gawa ng stories because... Yung style namin is, if meron tayong, um, yung style of reporting kasi usually ba, he said, she said. So, ganun, if we use numbers, we have something that's more objective, evidence-based siya. And in a way, medyo exclusive yung angle mo eh. Kasi meron kang, like, kunwari, pag nagbigay ng press release yung government, about, ito lang, yung um, COVID stats. Um, bibigyan nila raw numbers and then i-report siya as is. But what I do is, 
do na po ang pasok eh, yung value added of um seeing the trends, seeing the whether we're improving or lumalala yung situation. So, parang yun yung value added na nabibigay ko sa sa newsroom and um I think sa ABS very diverse eh. Um we pwede ako mag um with our business um business group sa inflation, sa GDP. So, we also look at all those numbers and we also look at numbers sa sports. Like pag NBA finals, um we have numbers sa playoffs like sa certain in last year Lakers versus Miami or during the time ng Golden State and Cleveland naglaban sila ng four straight seasons so nakakakita tayo ng trend and then we make um make sense of those numbers and then um even even sa sa Valentine's Day we try to make sense of um nakakita kami ng kunwari yung percentage ng say um yung cost ng um pinaka memorable sa akin was before gumawa kami ng um single calculator parang hinahanap kung saan pinakamaraming single based on the Saan na? Ay, 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 meron ano, meron dito. Saan? Wait, saan yung single? Wait, ang important question diyan is pogi ba yung mga singles na yan? May subset ba nung data ng single na pogi and willing to mingle kasi kailangan yata nung isang kasama namin dito ng ganyang data set, 'di ba? Tingin mo? Dalawa sila at saka age group age group mm-hmm. by breakdown yeah. um, actually yung yung breakdown kasi namin it came from the census so meron siyang age group and then um yun yung hati so parang mag parang siyang interactive na uh, ano eh parang app ganun so parang lalagay mo kung anong age group and then yung gender of preference and then ilan yung percentage ng single dun sa area so parang oy naka-app pa yan marga uh, e, baka naka-app pa dali maglaban uh, na kayo hindi na eh for valentines lang siya nung 2018 pull it out pull it out for your update naman and so pati update you know that's that's real public service ha oh that's <laughs> yeah, so, true so y- parang yung ginagawa ko is very diverse so we can go from yung mga light stories to um, more serious ones um and then yung For me personally, yung isa sa pinaka-memorable na coverage ko was definitely yung 2019 elections din. Kasi um, nung pumapasok ko yung numbers, I was making sense of the data. Um, kasi nung time na yun, yun yung first election coverage ko. So it was very memorable lang to see everything happening real time. And then as the numbers come in, try to make sense of the trend. If, um, say, nung time na yun kasi it was midterm election. So Um, tingitingnan natin kung yung number 12 versus number 13, kaya pa ba sa areas pa ang papasok in votes and then in that particular area malakas ba yung si number 12 or si number 13, so parang try to make sense of all those things and Sige. ano siya, live, so parang mabilisan, so ang hirap din but it was very memorable for me Teka, question ha since he's talking about making sense <gasps> Can you make sense of Pulse Asia? At saka si Publicus? Kasi nasisiraan ako ng bait sa kanila. <laughs> yung mga survey-survey uh, nila. Yeah, well, um, ang pinaka-importante whenever may survey talaga is we don't just look at the results, but we also look at yung technical notes nila, no? So kung mm-hmm. ano yung mga assumptions nila. Kasi doon naka-base yung lahat ng results nila, eh, based on certain assumptions. Um, sample size, um, yung yung paano nila ginawa yung sampling design nila. So, kung I haven't seen yung sa publicus, no? pero yung sa, sa Pulse Asia, they've been consistent naman dun sa ginagawa nila. Um, mm-hmm. So, so pero, it makes sense. No results. 
yung results regarding the election election numbers din na nilalabas nila recently um nakita natin yung historical trend niya usually mabilis din magbago eh so um we'll have to see pa no so, so hindi pa talaga siya parang conclusive for me whatever the the results are right now whoever is on top or second or third for me historically it's usually um picking at the right time matters more for me oh how interesting oh that's right i mean you always try to look at the difference. Diba? I don't know, Edson, if, you, if you've heard this, but diba, they always say you're comparing apples to oranges. Yes. Mainly because of the difference in methodology. So at least yes. good tip yan dun sa mga listeners natin that you can't automatically compare one survey to another one if yes. magkaiba nga naman sila ng technical notes and magkaiba sila ng methodology. Yes. And to so, your point then, uh, Tita Abby, yung like yung satisfaction rating lang um yung mga iba um they use net satisfaction rating pero yung mga iba is gross approval rating so hindi talaga siya directly comparable kasi yung net they subtract yung ano pa yung disapproval or yung right um, right so hindi siya directly comparable so tama po kayo na um hindi siya apples to apples talaga when we compare right and sometimes Edson kasi ba um yung the way that the question is phrased also matters yes. Yes. Um, so, even yung actual question, tinitingnan natin yung pagtanong kasi may mga ibang tama ka, no, Tita Abby, yung framing talaga kasi could lead to certain res- um, iba, iba yung nagiging response, eh, depende sa question. So, even if we look at, say, a certain firm, um, sinasabi na ganitong percent yung, um, say, unay, satisfaction versus yun sa isa na ganitong percent, pero iba yung pagkakatanong nila. So, really have to dig deeper dun sa methodology talaga dun sa um basically dun sa design ng survey before we even make conclusions lalo na ang hirap eh kasi parang pagkatingin mo sa survey results biglang may sweeping conclusion ka na agad so it's not the way how these things work talaga right right so Edson maganda yung ano no i think essentially yung na pick up ko is that um you your value added the value added ano of your team is that you provide a different perspective. The numbers don't lie, diba? That's a cliche because it's true. Um, how has the response been to the stories that you do that are numbers-based? Kasi typically, medyo maraming tao ang numbers-averse. Isa yeah, na ako um, doon. <laughs> actually, actually, when we started the group in 2017, what we did initially were reports na mas um, nag-resonate. Um, mas nakaka-relate yung mga tao. Kasi noong 2017, um, actually noong 2018, nagsimula yung train law, which was at that time very controversial. So what we did then was, one of our first projects was to create yung tax calculator. Kasi yung train was, it reduces your income tax, pero um, tataas yung mga taxes on other goods. So consumption tax siya, pero income tax po bababa. So ang isang ginawa namin is, para ma- magka-idea yung mga tao just so they can visualize kung ano yung magiging impact sa kanila nung train is to um, create this tax calculator nga na if you input your salary, lalabas yung difference between yung um, previous na binabayaran mong tax versus after train. So that way, makikita nila yung pinaka-impact talaga sa kanila. No? So we started doing these projects muna na um, mas nakaka-relate yung mga tao and then, noong 2018 then dito nagsimula yung inflation, tumaas siya nung time na yun. Um, so, what we did then, kasi mainit sobra yung inflation nun eh, it was um, reaching a near 
record high ng I think it was highest since 2009 during the time so near decade high no right, so right. what we did during the time was we just we didn't just give you headline figures but we really dig um talagang nag dinisect namin talaga yung data to see kung saan talaga tumataas yung prices and we saw kunwari sa food which particular food um food group yung tumataas and ganun yung naging atake namin sa TV patrol so if you look at the story itself hindi siya numbers talaga it's more of ah, tumataas yung presyo ng bilihin ngayon kasi driven siya by tumataas yung presyo ng gulay, tumataas yung presyo ng gulay kasi may mga, um, or tumataas yung presyo ng gasolina dahil um, sa world prices at the same time, yung naging epekto nung um, one-off na pagdagdag sa um, sa tax plus at the same time, tumataas din yung presyo ng mga bilihin which particular food group. So parang nawawala in sense na finifeed natin ng sobrang daming numbers kasi mas ina-explain natin yung sense ng mga numbers. Okay. Hmm, I have a question here, Abs. Because I want to go back to ano to COVID. Because everyone here in this podcast know how important um data-driven solutions and strategies are. But uh, for the benefit of our listeners, can you give uh, real-life scenarios, naman, with COVID? Um, tungkol dun sa mga COVID responses, where the outcome would have been different or it could have been better if everyone relied on data, for example. Because I don't. I don't see yung mga tao na na-appreciate nila yung data the way a lot of people on Twitter do. Kasi yeah. try to go to try to go to Facebook, it takes ages for them to digest just how important data-driven solutions are or the strategies that you can come up with if we're talking data. So parang paano pa namin matutulungan to get the information out there or to communicate to more people na ito dapat eh ito yung meaning niyan ito yung to make it digestible yeah uh-huh. to make it digestible niya sa atin ganun kasi kung yeah i just i just need to know halimbawa from coming from you edson yeah actually um for me first we um we have to understand first yung doh process no um because if you just look at their daily case bulletin it's really ang daming numbers. Ang hirap i-digest talaga. O oh, sige nga, i-walk through mo kami. Pero simplified ha, kasi hindi yeah. ako, wala yung migraine medicine ko here. <laughs> um, so, so ang pinakasimula niyan is we start with testing. So, um, once the positive test result comes out, i-validate pa siya ng DOH. So, this is what happened before. No, meron silang dalawang numbers eh. Bilang ng nagpo-positibo and bilang ng bagong kaso. So, yung bilang ng nagpo-positibo, that's more recent. Um, so, kunwari, nagpositibo siya, dadaan pa siya sa case validation ng DOH, tapos dadaan siya sa, once validated, dun siya i-report ng DOH. So, this is how, um, yun yung pinaka-process nila. So, if we look at the number now and say, kunwari ngayon, 9,000 plus, these are um, from the positives that were reported by laboratories three to four days ago. So, hindi siya real-time pa. So, kung titingnan natin yun um, pinaka-importante ngayon, it's the positivity rate just to see kung may improvement or wala. Kasi if we look at just the daily numbers that are reported by DOH, these are affected also by testing. So, kung mm-hmm. mababa yung test no, for a certain day, bababa din yung numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like what day. happened in Holy Week. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, mm-hmm. yung time na yun, hindi tayo pwede mag-conclude that things are getting better simply because the numbers were lower without looking at Um, without taking into account testing as well. So, um, for me, it's really yung positivity rate because positivity rate is the number of positive individuals 
divided by the total number of tests. So if you test more or if you test less, affected then yung numerator mo dun sa um yeah. dun sa positivity rate. Sa so positive, yeah. Kaya, yes. kaya ang laki din ng impact na may mga labs. Ito ha, nalilito ako parate. Yes. Yung mga labs na hindi nila ni-report, uh-uh. how does that go into uh, inputting ng data? Kasi parang, if hindi sila nag-report, for example, ngayon na Tuesday, the next day sila Wednesday, doesn't that mess with yung rate ng yes. positivity or whatever? Kasi minsan yeah. nakikita ko, four labs did not report today. So, Oh, hindi siya ah oh, oh. hindi siya accurate ano ang ang yes. tapos idadagdag nila sa next so paano yon actually um yung positive yung labs that were not able to submit yung numbers nila they go directly dun sa positivity rate nung date na dapat nila sinubmit so yun yun maganda sa positivity rate talaga it's more stable but ah, in terms of the reported gets. but in terms of the reported number of cases for a day really affected by the number of labs that were not able to submit. So, kunwari, yeah. may mga labs na hindi nag-submit today, carried over siya to the next day's report. Yeah. So, Mm-mm. if you're trying to like forecast things, magbabalance ka ngayon. Parang mas mataas ngayon na kasi hindi nag-submit. Or, mas mababa ngayon na kasi may, may mga, or, sorry, baliktad. If mas mataas ngayon than the forecast, alam mo na may mga backlogs to from previous mm-hmm. days. So, parang ganun. But, but I, I think ang pinaka-importante dito is Kunwari, pag sinabing eight labs ang hindi nagsabit ng araw na to, hindi natin alam kung anong mga labs na to eh. Kasi yung isang lab na sobrang laki. Hindi mo rin alam kung malaki, oo. Yes. Mm-hmm. O din katapat mm-hmm. ng isang lab, apat na labs na maliliit. Uh-huh. So, we have to also know that information kasi hindi siya, na siya nilalabas ng DOH ngayon eh. And at the same time, kung kung yung isang um, yung isang lab na hindi nagsabit ay pwedeng hindi agad siya nag-submit the next day rin eh. May mga ibang labs na biglang magsasubmit ng three straight days na diretso eh. So that also has an impact dun sa, sa reported numbers. But in any case, ang pinaka-point dito is, it's been more than a year since the start of the pandemic. And still, we see this happening daily. Parang yung glitch. Eh. Uh, parang glitch, yeah. ano? It's, yeah. it's, hindi siya maayos. Kasi I also saw before, ha, I don't know if you, you probably did, but I saw reports coming from DOH. And they're like, pen and paper. Yung sinusulat lang siya. And nung una, talaga ayoko maniwala. Kasi, how can that be? In this day and age, right? May internet naman tayo. May, ano, ano, may naman. Excel naman. Oo, may mga ganyan naman. And how it's so prone to human error. It's yeah. so, ang daming pwedeng mangyari dun sa data if you just put it on pen, on, on paper. So yeah. parang, totoo ba yun? Ganun pa rin hanggang ngayon? Gusto oh, ko lang tsaka, malaman kasi nakita ko. <laughs> oh, tsaka, parang for me, um, ano, why are they not required to, I mean, hindi ba dapat merong kahit papaano consequences yan? Yeah. I mean, what are the reasons why they do not submit? And why is the DOH just taking it at face value na parang, ah, hindi ka makasubmit? Okay, sige, hayaan mo na. Because, you know, aren't they concerned at how it messes up their number? Because if it was me, I'd be very concerned na, oy, ilang beses ka nang hindi nakakapagsubmit, you know? I mean, wala man lang consequences. Oh, oh, parang grade mo. Oh, oh, bakit and what are the reasons why a lab wouldn't be able to submit and are these why is it um okay? and why oh yeah, why is it okay tsaka kung paulit-ulit, bakit paulit-ulit, 'di ba? 
Yeah, first, dapat talaga may, um, dapat kinakausap ng DOH and dapat may penalty yan if hindi nakakapag-submit. Ideally, that should happen for me. And second, um, I think yung system kasi ng DOH, um, just to answer yung, yung question ni Tita E, um, yung dati kasi, um, nag-implement naman yung DOH ng database ngayon. So they have this, what we call COVID kaya system. So dun na dun na uh, yun central database no ng DOH so dun na input lahat ng data and dun siya na report so it's definitely an improvement compared to when we started before no so ngayon at least mayroon kang integrated database and um the problem is if a lab submits dun sa system kailangan kompleto yun detalye yun information so hindi lang siya pwede like um this certain patient and then age and then that's it because the system kailangan kompleto yung information for contact tracing purposes yun 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 yung um sinasabi ng DOH so pag hindi kompleto yung information na nakalagay hindi siya tinatanggap ng system and lalabas sa report nga na this particular lab did not submit the data for the day mm, so kasi incomplete yes, oh so, incomplete okay um i have a question naman regarding the active cases that's a very volatile um data set Kasi, di ba, meron silang recovery every week or ngayon, every so often. How yeah. does that affect your forecasts, the accuracy, the precision of your forecasts when when active cases are like nagre-reset or na- nababawasan? Actually, yung active cases, um, yung trend niya, this started last year around July or August. Kasi DOH during that time um, introduced what, they now refer to as yung Oplan recovery. So what they do is every Sunday, they would report thousands of recoveries. These are from mild or asymptomatic cases that have, um, after 14 days from the onset of symptoms, they are tagged as recovered as long as wala nang symptoms na nakikita. No? So the problem then was they do it every Sunday. So if every Sunday in recovery mo na tens of thousands, pero hundreds ka lang for a particular day, excuse your number. Recovery mo, Mm-hmm. Yes, skew, no? Yeah, so it's basically flat for the rest of the week and then biglang may spike every Sunday. In right. terms of active cases naman, uh, pataas siya ng pataas every day kasi mababa lang yung recoveries mo, mas mataas yung new cases. But every Sunday, it drops kasi ang laki ng recovery mo, it overwhelms your new cases. So if you look at our active cases chart, sakit sa ulo. <laughs> parang siyang may ngipin eh. Would you know why Sunday lang sila parati nagpo-post ng recovery when every day naman nagpo-post sila ng ibang data? Why yeah. couldn't it be uh, at the same time as all other data? Bakit nahuhuli yung recovery at linggo lang? Um, during the time, my understanding was hirap sila to do the time-based tagging daily because thousand siya. So parang they would just um, do it ng isang bagsakan so every Sunday, and then ang, ang pinanggagalingan ng data is from the whole week. So para mas isang diretsong trabaho. So yun, parang yun yung naging um, reason nila before. So as for the analysis, ang ginagawa ko is weekly analysis na lang. Kasi you cannot really, um, in terms of active cases, hindi mo magagawa ng daily yan. Kasi pataas lang pataas. So you just compare Sunday to Sunday. If tumaas ba compared to last Sunday. So that's the limitation na nangyari. But recently... Because yun nga, tataas, tataas, nung tataas talaga yung active cases pag ganyan yung, ano mo eh, yung style mo. Eh. So, what so, happened so, was... Yeah. So, question. May mm-hmm. national database ba ang DOH? Because I know, like, for example, there's a town in La Union. 
Yeah. Their their numbers come out at around I don't know mga hapon yan eh 3 or 4 meron na silang sets nilalagay na nila sa Facebook ilan yung positive today ganyan ganyan Yung numbers na yon do they get into a national database where DOH also sees everything Yeah or hindi um, or hindi siya real time Um yung sa DOH dahil ini-integrate niya lahat mas hindi siya real time eh mas nauuna yung LGUs and the LGUs would know better kung mas maagal na nalalaman kung namatay na yung isang patient eh. Kasi um, direkta sa hospital sila. For DOH, especially when it comes to deaths, it really takes time for them to validate kung talagang namatay yung isang tao sa COVID death. That's why what we saw before was dalawa lang namamatay, tapos bigla the next day 100 plus, the next day 5 na naman. Kasi ang daming backlogs, yun yung nangyari. It really takes a long time for DOH to validate deaths. Pero pagdating sa recoveries, what we're seeing now is ang bilis ng validation nila when it comes to recoveries. Ba- bakit ba- ba- bakit, bakit inconsistent sila? Parang, the way, I, I don't know girls have, um, the way I see it, and it, this is speculation on my part, but I think you'll agree with me, parang iba yung method nila sa recovery at iba yung method nila sa positives and, uh, and deaths and whatever. At saka sa teddy bells, di ba? Oo, oh, oh, oh. Diba? parang Kung bakit hindi na. pantay? Bakit magkaiba ang ginagamit nilang reporting uh, well, process and the methodology of reporting? Well, ideally, dapat the validation because you're validating essentially one two states, di ba? Either somebody has um, succumbed to the virus or somebody has recovered. It, mm. ako, to me, it sounds like it should be the same validation yes. method if someone yeah. is dead or someone is alive. Um, however, we all know, and syempre si Edson hindi naman kasali dito, no? I- I- itabi natin si Edson. Um, reporting kasi recoveries is, uh, is better news rather than reporting fatalities in in whatever right. context so i don't know again also like a this is speculation on my part but from a perception point of view mas magandang i-report yung maraming nag-recover and in massive numbers rather than maraming na taggy bells oh, oh, correct oh, therefore minamanufacture yung manufacturing hope Oh, oh, that's true. Oh, oh, oh. Kasi oh. iniisip ko yung validation process, tama ba kung sinabi na ng LGU na tegi yan, ipa-validate pa ng national o ilang ilang tao ang magba-validate na tegi yung isang tao? Or do you take the LGU's um word for it? Oh, tsaka bakit parang mas ma, uh, mas mahirap ba yung process of validating a re- uh, death than a recovery? A recovery? basic, oh, oh basically kung sinabi diba? ni LGU ito na yon. Actually, ako nga iniisip ko, tell me if I'm right or wrong about this, girls. Hindi pa parang in a way, mas mahirap nga ang recovery. Kasi hindi mo talaga alam kung recovered na siya because it unless takes tested. time. Oh, unless tested, oh, di ba? Oh, Compared oh. to na-tegi siya. I mean, ang na-tegi mas siya. Oh, oh. Tegi na siya, eh, di ba? So, hindi na siya humihinga, eh, di andun oh, na, di ba? Ayun, bakit parang mas hirap ang pag-validate ng taong na-tegi sa COVID kaysa pag-validate ng, parang mas mabilis yung recovery. When in real life, uh, I'm not a doctor, maybe I'm wrong, and if somebody hears this podcast, and you better and sit do- down. And I better sit, sit down. down. <laughs> But if I'm wrong, I- I'm just looking at it from a layman's perspective. It's just that I find it strange na knowing what we do about COVID, knowing na hindi naman agad-agad, ang daming relapses, for example. Ang daming akala mo doing okay na, then bigla, 
babalik na naman, magda-drop siya, parang mas complicated nga ang pag-validate ng recovery process for me than death. So, ayun, what do you think, girls? Kung yeah, complicated I, I, siya, hmm. just go. Bakit ang bilis last week? Well, kasi diba, supposedly, or suppo- parang dapat you test negative. Um, either one or two tests when they say that, okay, you can take this na. Um, kaya siya, eh, ewan ko sa kanila, no? I'm, I'm spitballing here. I'm trying to divine with my Madam Auring Bowers what, what DOH is doing. But in terms of fatalities kasi, di ba ang klaro? Ang klaro ng benchmark mo? Diba? Oh, patay. Oh, patay. Patay, di ba? Ipopronounce ng doktor yan na wala na. So that one is also very clear. But if you think about it, the validation of recoveries should actually be harder. Yeah. Because you have to mm-hmm. undergo a protocol to make sure that, you know, the the nakailang test ba kailangan niya na PCR, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et mm-hmm. So, I don't know really why why the, the harder no? process is is faster for them to report. I, I hindi ko rin hindi rin parang nagme-make sense Kakaiba, in my head. no. Mm-hmm. Hindi ko rin gets. Pero maganda, maganda discussion 'yan kasi <laughs> It's it, a lot of people have been talking also about it. Eh. Ang ang labo, sobrang labo talaga. Anyway, yeah, actually, okay. um, yeah, nung 2020 naglabas ng report yung Philippine Statistics Authority. They um they reported na 27,000 halos yung deaths last year from COVID, but this includes yung mga suspect and probable cases because ang DOH ni report lang nilang death number one is dapat COVID confirmed COVID positive ka muna. Eh, we have a lot of people that weren't really tested, so hindi yung kasama sa kanilang total. Mm. So that's one. Um, second, yung nakikita din natin na um, di ba thousands of recoveries nga report ng DOH every Sunday, but sa kanilang daily reports of deaths, like um, today lang, um, when they reported a certain number of deaths, palaging meron dyan, um certain number were previously tagged as recovered. Nangyayari yun. Ay, ano yun, magic wand? Bakit ganun? Ang gulo ng data, no? Ang gulo But, ng recording. Yeah. Actually, ang dalas ang niya. Ang dalas niyang mangyari. So, nakakasira ng ulo. So, we don't really have we don't really have the actual picture. Yun ang suma total nun. We don't really have, right, kumbaga, right. if, if this screenshot of where we are right now with COVID, it's not an accurate screenshot kasi hindi lahat ng data naka-input doon, incomplete yung data na in-screenshot mo so it doesn't reflect real life. Well, yeah. you know, at, at, at most, it gives cause for concern doon sa integrity of the data because uh, reading, yeah. reading the data is one thing which is what Edson does in my understanding but gathering the data is also another So you know because nga of all these questions then it yeah there there is a concern na sandali tama ba yung tinitingnan natin I mean if analysts like uh, like Edson can depend on it question yon diba na tama ba talagang can we even begin to read it if we're yeah, not sure kasi kung garbage of, ano, in garbage out diba pare-pareho lang correct. naman yan. and the exactly. thing is if you're looking at 10,000 now and we know na kulang-kulang yung labs kulang-kulang yung pag-verify ganyan-ganyan ano kaya Ilan ang talaga? totoong number girl? hindi lang yeah. yun it's, pwede it's, kayang 20 million 30 hindi, mil diba hindi lang yun remember remember nag-swab cab si ano si Lenny Robredo 
Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. there is a factor, there's a very, very important factor that people uh-huh. aren't taking into consideration, and that is testing hesitancy. Yes. So you're not just talking about the fact na uh, magulo na nga yung data ng mga tested. Wala pa doon sa number na yon yung mga ayaw magpa-test. Kasi nga, sabi ni Lenny, bakit ayaw nila magpa-test? Kasi pag positive sila, mapipilitan sila mag-quarantine. That's Wala two weeks. Wala na silang trabaho. No work, right, no pay, right, diba? Right, so, ayaw uh-oh. nilang malaman, ayaw nila kung lag, ano yun lang, hindi, lagnat lang to, hindi, ubo lang yeah. to. So the picture that we're seeing right now is incomplete. Uh, in, it's not just incomplete, it's feeling ko lang, ha? It's grossly underreported. Well, yeah. it's not it's not just on the vac- uh, vaccine hesitancy tuloy, sorry, on testing hesitancy. It's you know, you also have to consider na mahal ang testing. Yes. Yes. Diba? Mm-hmm. So an, I mean an ordinary a minimum wage worker will not have 3000 pesos to spare for testing. So and maybe test, and test 56 oh, oh. times ba yon or 30 times sino ba yung mga yon at 30 mm. times daw silang nag-test 56 Ay, nako, times. Ay nako papangit ng mga yon. Sure mm. ah, okay. Ibang test yata ang dapat test a But that's a factor ha. That's a factor na parang okay, we yeah, it's have, expensive. Um you may have testing facilities near you. Um but you mean you probably won't have the funds to get tested even once. So, yeah, I, that contributes to the overall or what we're not seeing, I suppose. Yeah, because um, what Yun Swab Cab really proved to us is hindi ka nga magpapatest kahit libre. Eh, paano pa kung mm. kailangan mong bayaran? Exactly. So, yun, yun yung problem talaga natin ngayon. And again, tama si Tita Abby eh, um, Ang, ang mahal nung, nung test. So, parang you'd rather spend it on food na lang for your family, di ba? Lalo ngayon, ang daming walang makain, eh, magkano isang test, di ba? And even even yung fact na, actually, ideally, dapat pag nagpapatest ka, hindi lang naman isang beses yan, eh, di ba? Siguro, yun mga iba, after some time, kailangan ulit magpatest if talagang mm-hmm. may exposure sila, no? So, yun yun mahirap talaga. That's why the situation that we're seeing now, in terms of just the cases, talagang, we really, we really know that on the ground, it's really worse. Pero pagdating sa deaths, pagdating sa, um, even sa reporting ng hospital capacity, di ba, um, nakikita natin ang pinakamataas na occupancy rate sa NCR in terms of ICU beds was actually around 88%. But the hospitals on the ground were not reporting 88%. They were reporting right. full capacity. Full right. Oh, or even yeah. overflow. Overflow. Yeah. Kasi may tents na eh. So that's mm. not that's not what 88% should look like. No. And, diba? So um, on, on, on another naman matter, uh, Edson, given that we have access to so much data, diba? Um, but still, we see a lot of misinformation and disinformation. So, um, for someone like you who literally, who looks at data for a living, how do we make data more palatable to, to the general public? You know, especially to your Vibromectin titas and titos, yung mga ganyan na parang medyo data averse. How do you, ano, how, how, how can you make it well, maybe and to use a phrase, how do you make it sexier for people who might not be used to looking at data to to craft a certain opinion? Uh, well, for me, the execution matters. The visualization that you'd present would really matter um, because if it's really a raw number that you'd be showing to your audience, hindi siya sexy eh, pag puro numbers lang, especially kung 
they don't see the um how it relates to them pero kung yung visuals mo are very compelling it it, it really helps eh um for your audience mas mas engage sila um and usually di ba yung mga nagva-viral na certain stats or numbers ang ganda nung kasamang visual so um it's really a challenge for me then personally no kasi ang daming numbers ngayon and the challenge really is how to one is how to make sense of the numbers and second is how do you present it to your audience kasi um ngayon ang dami talaga parang especially yung uh, especially sa Facebook hindi naman gusto ng tao yung mga ganun eh. nakita natin kung ano yung mga usual videos na nagva-viral sa mm-hmm. Facebook eh. so mm-hmm. yun yung challenge talaga for for Anecdotal analysts anecdotal talaga Tsaka, so, ano, oh, anecdotal versus analysis ang nagiging labanan eh. Kasi yung mga titang ganito, ay ito kasi, yung kaibigan ng tito mo, nag-take nito, it works. Yung ganon. Yeah. Tsaka, <laughs> teka, sino? Ako, ako ba muna? Ikaw, Abby? Ako na muna. Ay, so, go, go. Oh, hindi, tsaka, um, it's not just that. Ako, I, I just want to ask, Edson, kasi you are in the in an industry uh, that deals with, uh, kumbaga, for a lot of people, napaka-mysterious and napaka-arcane ng numbers, ano? May metrics ba kayo na pinatatakbo that you've seen how it's uh, become accepted by the public? For example, ito yung nilabas ninyo na diagram, ito yung nilabas ninyong visuals. May feedback ba kayo how it's been accepted by the public and which ones work? and which ones do not Yeah um for for Facebook makikita natin instantly eh diba in terms of the number of engagements may, meron siya doon um in terms of art articles naman or yung mga pino-promote or yung mga pino-publish sa websites we also have um nakita din naman yung number of hits number of clicks number of engagements so we we do have those metrics also um and usually yung nakita nga namin is kung mas um engaging yung visual plus mas nagre-resonate sa audience yung yung isang like yung um we did before a tax calculator where where um basically computes how much you're going to um pay in terms of taxes after tax reform before and after tax reform so yung mga ganun very engaged mataas yung engagement ng mga ganun eh at the same time um nung valentines before na, na we did this um kung saan yun mas maraming singles tapos nilabas namin ang Valentine's Day. So again, it's also timing eh, no? Very important din yung timing kung kailan mo ilalabas yung certain um visuals mo or certain reports. Um and nagta-translate din naman siya sa ano sa num- sa sa hits sa, sa number of engagements. So I guess kailangan lang talagang planuhin rin ng maigi kung paano ilalabas yung certain reports and it it sells din naman pero I guess um sa ngayon iba pa rin talaga yung mga usual na bumebenta sa Facebook eh. So it, really a challenge hanggang ngayon for all of us. You know, speaking of that Valentine's Day singles uh, story that you guys did, um, magpapasintabi na ako, Edson, no? kasi yung ating resident Chinoy tita, alam ko may gustong itanong yan sa'yo. A? Ah, uh, single ka pa ba? <laughs> <laughs> Kasama ka ba? Kasama ka ba? At saka, as your chinay tita, as your chinay auntie, imaginein mo na lang na tayo and nasa laureate or what we call the Chinese in Hokkien called panto. Tapos may darating na little Chinese auntie and 
I think I'm gonna be one in a few years. May kita yung mga single. Tapos, eh, eh. Ganun, alam mo naman mga Chinese, ganun magtawag, di ba? Eh, eh, eh. Lai, lai, lai. Come, come, come. Di o hoi, lobo. Which is, in in in, Chinese, uh, in English means, do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Abo, guau, gun, gun, guau, chikip yang you, ganyan na. Sasabihin na, I have a friend. The daughter of a friend. The daughter of a friend. So, kaya, Imagine mo na lang that we are in a Chinese Gloria and this is your Chinese tita saying, lay, 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 may girlfriend ka na ba? Or are you still single? <laughs> People yeah, want um, to know. Sagot. Uh, single. Single tayo. Oh, Ayan! Pero... Ayan! Ayan! Single. Mas may second part yung question. Willing to mingle ka ba? Uh, Oo. Oh, malayo ba actually... sa isip mo yan? Baka naman career mo na iniisip mo. Uh, yeah, mas career-driven tayo ngayon. But at the same time, naisip ko rin, ang hirap mag-mingle ngayon because of the pandemic eh. So, Ay, wala ka naman ka namin. Pag nabakunahan ka na, ready to mingle ka na ba? Kasi uh, si... Dapat yung kamingle natin, nabakunahan din. Ayan! Ay, ay, <laughs> good answer! Good Pero, answer! So, how, how, uh, another Chinese tita question. Adi ko i-hello ah. How old are you? ああ、なるほど。いろいろ。なんか、かせ、あれもう、かみんまがティータディと、アクチュアリーにいいしっかなみんこんががうなみんレギュラーフィーチュー、イトナマンブーガーをかめ、なまがシングル。カングラチュ
And for oh, some reason, so yun parents nung girl was also very supportive. So parang, di ba, ang saya sana ganun lagi, di ba? Ang saya lang. So bata pa lang, natuto na man ligaw, pero ito tayo ngayon, naging single sa panahon ng pandemic, di ba? <laughs> na in a way, I guess, may hugot. May hugot, hugot. Pak. <laughs> oh, anyway, ito na. Mag-answer ka na mabilis. Number one, oh, di ba? What's your favorite color? Uh, red. Ay, gusto. Okay. Chinese so, talaga? Oh my God. Oh, nga, eh. oh my God. So, I like red also. Nokra or Procra? Careful. Uh, Procra. Okay. I'm unfollowing Edson na. Di ba? <laughs> Me too. When, when okay. was your first kiss? Oh, di ba? Nasa slumbok yan. When was your uh, first kiss? Four years old din? Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, I think so. my parents are really supportive oh, that's So cute. So parang natatawa na lang ako ngayon. Ah, uh, no na, no. Hindi no, <laughs> man na kayo Facebook friends. Hanapin uh, namin sa Facebook for you. Actually, ano eh, actually okay, nung after noon, elementary high school parang lost contact na rin. So, parang... Oh. <laughs> Ay, ibigay mo sa akin yung pangalan, hahanapin ko yan. Ay, dali! <laughs> Gawin natin yung hobby. Baka nakikinig pala, no? Oh, malay mo! Malay mo! <laughs> Ayan, next. Who's your celebrity crush? Uh, celebrity crush? Um, Liza Soberano? Ay, Ay oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh. I get to see her then sa ABS. So, oh yeah, she's ayun. very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next. Twitter crush. Ooh, careful. Twitter crush. <laughs> Kasi itatag namin. Huwag <laughs> <laughs> kayong ganyan. Ano ba? Hindi yan sasagot. Promise. I guess, you, I, guess, I guess you can say the same. Kasi before someone asked me on Twitter and I, I, I tagged Liza Soberano pa dun sa... We see each other sa, sa ABS and even si Enrique Hill. So actually, mas madalas ko kausap si Enrique Hill when we talk about basketball, tapos nandun si Liza Soberano. So sobrang, sobrang fan din tayo nung, ano, love, nung love team nila. Ah, ay, wait lang. Nakalimutan ko tanongin. Where did you graduate pala? Uh, I graduated in UP, so UP School of Economics. Uh, I finished my undergraduate there and master's degrees. And um, now I'm a PhD candidate at the UP School of Economics. Pero oh, hindi, ko pa tapos yung, hindi ko pa tapos yung dissertation ko. Na, ano, pwedeng mag-jowa. Okay. <laughs> Ay, masyada pang bata ang mga bagets mo, guys. <laughs> Pag-single ba si Edson in five years? Pag-single pa in five years? <laughs> Oo, baka nasa Germany na yung isa ko. Okay. No. Who's your favorite Smurf? Uh, <laughs> Meron favorite kang favorite Smurf? na Smurf? Grabe! Or doon tayo sa pa- Power wala Rangers? Naman. Wala. Ako, ako hindi Smurf. Si Gargamel. Okay. Um, last. Bruha ka kasi talaga. <laughs> Ikaw lang ata ang sumusunod sa Smurfs dito. Wala na Ayaw iba. Ayaw mo sila. Okay, last question. What is love? <laughs> Um, love for me is. <laughs> uh, love for me requires sacrifice. So, 
um give and take siya so parang hindi mo lang siya um you really have to make it work hindi siya parang kasi hindi ako naniniwala din sa ano eh, sa love at first sight although nung bata ako naniniwala ako din kasi four years old na di ba <laughs> but but when i got but when i got older um, um kasi personally yun nga um i i studied sa UP yung masters ko noon and sinabay ko siya sa work eh i worked sa world bank before so It's really hard no nung time na yon na parang sabay yung work sabay yung masters na sobrang hirap eh nung masters din sa UP hindi siya basta-basta. So during that time doon ako nagkaroon ng realization din na parang um if you're gonna um find someone na compatible na partner it really requires sacrifice then to make things work kasi um hindi naman easy yung pinagdadaanan ng natin sa sa buhay. Um so if parang it's not really kasi diba, you have the kilig you have the um especially the liga one phase eh, yun yun very exciting in the kilig but when reality strikes um the dun na yun dun na magkakaalaman eh. so for me it really requires a lot of sacrifice for for it to work um yun yun tal- talaga sa akin and kailangan ano siya two way two way talaga yung ganun hindi pwedeng one way lang eto yung hindi ano oh, ang hindi na tanong ni E which is a standard question sa slum books ano ka ba dapat what is your ideal girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> oo oh, oh, nga sa so first kiss kasi ako pasensyahan na grabe ang bilis oh mm. ako parang wala naman talagang lalo na like um past few years parang wala naman akong ideal talaga personally it's really um For for some reason, when you meet someone, parang bigla makita mo lang compatible kayo. You you um both of you parang same kayo ng wavelength. Yun yun masina habol ko na ngayon eh. And like okay. um before din ba? Magahanap din tayo ng econ major. Hindi nga kasi sa ilim, kasi sa ilim. Just kidding. Magahanap tayo ng kamukan nila sa soberano. Oh my god, <laughs> yun. <laughs> Actually, ano yun? Um, medyo pang ano naman yun parang yeah, kailangan din natin maging makatotohanan sa ating mga kamalay <laughs> mo kamalay <laughs> mo ay kamalay na natin so ayan ha o sa so, mga listeners namin na alam namin marami sa inyo na may crush kay Edson so alam nyo na ang conditions kailangan mag wavelength kayo at kailangan bakunado muna kayo bago kayo lumante so <laughs> <laughs> Edson, pero, pero ang tanong kailan kaya yun? Ako, <laughs> hindi rin natin alam yan Edson. So mahirap na, mahirap na. Sana wag naman 2023 ano kasi parang gusto naman nating maglabasan lahat sa mga lungga natin at makapag makapag-ordinaryong buhay na tayo ulit. But Edson, yeah. uh, before we let you go ano, um What can you what advice can you give naman to younger people who might be exploring a career in statistics in data analysis yeah. what what advice kasi diba again numbers averse tayo what can you say to 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 young people who may want to follow in your footsteps um for me you really have to love the work in this field no kasi it's not for everyone na and um yung yung numbers talaga um Like ako personally kasi when I was in college and nakita ko na parang sa classes na may quantitative napapansin ko na parang hindi siya ganoon kagusto ng mga tao so personally ako kasi ever since I really love numbers and nung nakita ko na ganoon nga even if nasa economics ako 
um, nakita ko yung possibility na since maraming ang hindi gusto yung numbers, pwede tayo mag-specialize sa field na to kasi mas konti imana sa field na to. So that was also partly the reason why I really um, focused on this field. No? And nakita nga natin para for, for people who are listening na interested din dito sa field na to, um, you really have to do a lot of work but at the end of the day, it's going to the payoff is going to be worth it. Because Hindi, it's a really special, it's a specialized field, talaga. So Hindi maramin tao dito, no. So you can really um and yung numbers, kasi applicable siya sa maraming bagay. Eh. Hindi lang siya like kunwari in mga specialized na um say kunwari doctor ka or lawyer ka, di ba? You have to stay within your certain ano lang kunwari sit down ka, di ba? Kapag wala ka dun sa field na yun. <laughs> Pero pag dating sa numbers. Don't be racist. Don't be racist. Ano oh, please. Naysayer. Pero pagdating sa numbers kasi pwede mo siyang i-apply sa maraming bagay eh. So offers you a lot of opportunities as well. So um but again, you really have to work hard for it then. Mm. But are they welcome in your hospitals? Charot. <laughs> Ay, naku, did, you contain it? did you contain it? Oh. Ay, naku, as a mother, you have to. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I hope, I hope, ano, I have my reach then, no? With my reach. Oh, oh, oh. Edson, with your reach, diba? Meron ka bang sasabihin sa, or tips naman, or pieces of advice for our listeners who consume these news na merong mga numero, merong mga study-study keme na ganyan. Meron ka bang mga for, parang basics na what should they be looking for para hindi naman skewed yung magiging conclusion nila. Or they can challenge sa mga ayaw mag-sit down talaga. Ano yung mga hmm. weapons na pwede nating ibigay sa kanila advice para ma... Maganda yung pag-form nila nung pagbasa nila nung mga ganitong news. Yeah, so so for one um fact checking talaga is very important these days no, especially in the era of fake news no. Um you really have to make sure na even na yun mga credible websites, di ba? Fino Photoshop nila, parang ginagawa ng ibang art card with um carrying the same certain news organizations, di ba? Yeah, the so, logos. Completo. Yeah, the logos, just to make mm-hmm. it, ano. So, I think, number one, we all have to be critical thinkers then. It's very important these days, so. Yes. Um, second, again, verify your source, fact check. It's very important these days. Kasi if, yun lang eh, critical thinking and yun fact checking, yun lang dalawa. It's very important these past few years, nakita natin yung nagiging implications. If naniniwala na lang tayo dun sa mga claims na hindi naman valid pero sila yung nagva-viral eh so yun yung challenge sa atin ngayon eh how do we make um sense of the numbers how do we make um yun nga yung mga ganitong story sexy para sila yung mag-viral para, para yung information na binibigay natin sa tao tama and yun yung nalalaman ng lahat kasi again ang hirap eh yung kalaban natin na misinformation sobrang sobrang tindi nung nakikita natin a wave of misinformation right now so every day yung challenge for me personally is to really do my best to um pero again hindi naman tayo katulad ng ibang tao di ba so yung iba may reach sila so yung mga may reach diyan dapat kayo din yung mga naglilid sa critical thinking di ba hindi lang basta-basta na um magshe-share lang kayo kasi ito yung viral for the day ito yung trending topic for the day so ito yung tweet mo for today so use your reach responsibly then i think yun yung message ko din doon sa mga tao oh, in general yung platform mm-hmm. 
In general, oh, wala tayong inaano dito. <laughs> Pinapertain na particular person. As a mother. <laughs> Oo, oh, oh, as a mother. Diba? Ayan, at dahil because of our reach, magtatawyo na lang tayo ng ONN or Okra News Network. Puro pastura yan. Oo. And a subdivision of ano, N-O-O-N. Diba? Na... No Okra no News Okra Network. News. Oh, okay. Diba? O-N-N and N-O-N-N. O, so, Edson, thank you very much. We'd like to thank you for spending time with your titas and for educating us on these things. Ladies, what about you? Um, Edson, uh, pag nabakunahan ka na, let me know your Chinese tita will line up all the candidates. Medyo mahaba-habang pila ito. Manghihingi ako ng vaccine certificate from them bago ko sila i-kaisyaw or i-introduce sa'yo. Um, e, any last words kay Edson? Sana mag-change ka na kasi hindi talaga masarap ang okra. Yun lang. <laughs> actually, actually um, indifferent naman din tayo dyan, no? So, if, ah, if my so okra, new, we're okay. New okra ka? Yeah, we're okay naman. It's more of, it's more of pag may okra dyan, hindi naman natin din dinedecline. So, Ay, new okra. Uh, new okra oh, Which is just pro okra. Ayan. Fence-sitter. Atake! So Edson, pag ready ka na, ayusin natin yung Bumble profile mo. Um, let's ano, take your ba- nicest photos. <laughs> tapos ayusin natin yung bio mo. At talagang benta. Oh, may, oh. Video pre- may video presentation yes, na edited professionally. Tita Marga. <laughs> ako bahala so, sa presentation na yan. Okay, so bago pa, <laughs> oh, bago pa naming ano, ituluyang maibenta si Edson sa mga nakikinig, sige bro, magpapaalam na po kami. So this is your Tita Abby, um, Abby underscore Valte on Twitter, reminding you, please eat your vegetables. Bahala na yung, makinig na lang kayo sa Okra or sa Nokra kung pipiliin nyo. Or baka like Edson, you are a Nokra. But again, keep your uh, eat your vegetables, stay healthy, and see you all on the other side, the better side. Of um of these things. All right, and this is your Tita A or si Mrs. Unlawyer saying, have a great Sunday. Kung magkakasala kayo, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And if you do it, make sure you're not gonna get caught. Ethel? Ito yung tita niyong um, si Madam Hiddles on Twitter. So, ang tita niyong si E. Shout out ako sa ma- lahat ng mga fame whore out there. Yung mga nakakaspell lang ng chartreuse, ang mga belong sa group na to. Tandaan. <laughs> <laughs> And I am Tita Marga. Marga versus Machine on Twitter. Guys, fact check lagi ha. Okay, that wraps up our episode of Tita Talk. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Edson, thank you. Thank Thanks you, Edson. Thank And you, thank you. <laughs> you too. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>